that was my 9-11, was me staring at this lady's underpants. Do you remember where you were when all those bombs went off in the World Trade Center? That should be the big question. We had an ex, a former president. In my opinion, still the president, but hey, who don't ask me. <laughs> Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you? It's your old pal Joe checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday. Hey, <laughs> how was your weekend? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. And if you're not, hey, that's okay. But get it together, people. Get your shit together. All right? Quit being a lazy fuck. Do what you're supposed to do. And quit being a lazy fuck. All right? Take that into the week. Quit bullshitting yourself. Quit let other quit letting other people bullshit you. And fucking get out there and do what the fuck you're supposed to be doing. All right? Quit being a sad sack of shit feeling sorry for yourself. We ain't got no time for that anymore. It's time to tighten it up and get out there and get your shit together. All right? You take that and do what you want with it for the week. That's my gift to you. (laughs) That's my way of saying thanks for checking out the podcast. All right? I will be in Nashville, Tennessee, fucking uh, the 24th through the 26th of this month at Comedy Bar Come through, come say hey, and uh, we'll have all sorts of fun. Uh, happy, I don't know, 20th 9-11, people, huh? What'd you do? How'd you celebrate? How'd you celebrate the big day this past fucking Saturday? Did you, you know, did you have a barbecue? What do we do? What are we supposed to do? We just feel supposed to feel sad until football came on? Is that how this worked this year? We got to do it every goddamn year. Why? <laughs> if you were if you were alive during 9/11, you definitely didn't forget it. You know? And if you weren't alive, you can't remember it cuz you weren't alive. So how are you supposed to not forget it if you don't even remember it? You know? I wonder what like People who weren't alive for 9-11 think about 9-11, you know, because we all got our story. Everybody remembers exactly where they were, you know, and uh, wasn't the easiest of days. It's a pretty, pretty rough day for most people, I feel like. I remember it like it was yesterday. I'll never forget where I was that day. I was a freshman in high school, people, you know, ninth grade Joe. I was in my world history class because we had a a block class is what they called it. We'd do English for two hours on Mondays and Wednesdays, I believe. And then we'd do world history for two hours on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then Fridays, I think we did an hour of each. And uh, was 9-11 on a Tuesday? I believe it was. Maybe I have that mixed up. I remember being in world history. We happened to have a substitute teacher as well because our original teacher was having a, having a baby, you know, she believes in life. (laughs) Not like these hussies nowadays, you know, 
<laughs> but she, so she was out having a baby, bringing life into this at what at a point in time was a beautiful world, you know. I can't remember if it happened before I got into world history or while we were already in class. But we just watched, I remember just the fucking cool substitute teacher. He used to wear shirts of some band like, I can't remember, Custard. Is that some band? No other teachers wore band uh, t-shirts. So everyone thought that guy was cool. He also had plugs in his ears. Really was the beginning of the end as far as respect for teachers went, you know? Because before that, it used to be like old guys and glasses and button-up shirts and, you know. Now it's just anybody and everybody. You can't wear a fucking band t-shirt. I wear band t-shirts. I know who I am. I don't want you teaching my kids. Not that I have any. But if I see you wearing a band t-shirt, a band t-shirt, and going to teach my kid, we're going to have a fucking problem. I don't have respect for you. Get the plugs out of your ears, too. What the fuck are you doing? Grow up. But he brought the, <laughs> he brought the fucking TV into class and just put on the news for however long it was, two, two and a half hours. And uh, I'll never forget that day because I spent that entire day uh, staring at a girl's thong which at that point in time was just the most incredible thing that could have happened in my life. It was two hours. It was blue. I'm not going to forget it, people. That was my 9-11, was me staring at this lady's underpants, just mesmerized, you know. I had maybe seen, I don't know, do ladies even wear thongs anymore? I hope so. Because I need some floss, you know, for my teeth. <laughs> I just remember that was like the thing. All of a sudden, girls started wearing thongs all the time, you know. And you might get a, you might get a peek of, of the, the band, I guess, whatever, the elastic, the top of it here and there. But that was the first time where I really got to just, for two hours, just sit there and not really give a shit about what was happening in New York City at all. <laughs> Is, does that make me a bad teenager? What, what the fuck was I supposed to do? Was I supposed to sit there and care? Because I certainly did it. Not, you know, not with the other option, which was, yeah, a blue thong. We're friends on Facebook, too, so... You know, I'm hoping she still has it. <laughs> and maybe maybe for the 21st anniversary of 9-11, <laughs> we can have a little class reunion. <laughs> Relive the moment. Ah. <laughs> oh. Ah, oh, fuck. That's the whole thing. It's like, oh, where were you Like for the tragedy? It's like, I honestly could not. And I don't know. Maybe this does make me a bad person. But like at that point in time, you know, whatever I was, 14, it had nothing to do with me. 
The only thing I was upset about was the fact that football practice was not canceled when every other every other sporting activity after school shit was canceled. Everything. Everybody went home, but the, the football team was like, no, nah, we're we're still practicing. Even the coach, he's like, that really don't have shit to do with us. He's <laughs> like, no, we're out here to, to practice football to win a fucking football game this Thursday. That's what we're doing. Which, you know, in hindsight, it really didn't. It really didn't. We're in mid-Michigan. What the fuck did that? Mid-Michigan had nothing to do with 9-11. You know. The inside job that was 9-11. What happened to those people? They weren't barking a whole bunch on fucking Saturday. I miss those guys. The 9-11 truthers, they were fun, man. They were fun. What was your favorite 9-11 theory? I'll tell you mine. (laughs) Because there are many. (laughs) The planes were digital. That's probably the best one ever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You remember, that's what they should be asking. Do you remember where you were when all those bombs went off in the World Trade Center? That should be the big question. (laughs) There were bombs in the buildings. Maybe there were. You never know. You never know. A lot of people say it was Israeli intelligence, the Mossad, working, I think, with the CIA or something like that. That's another fun one, too. You know, apparently there was a van that nobody, you know, you got to look. There's a great documentary (laughs) made by some fella (laughs) who had a lot of time on his hands. So he found a lot of old interviews. But apparently they talk about there was some white painter's van that had a mural of the World Trade Centers with a plane flying into it. And it was arrested in like the, or they stopped it. The cops arrested the people in like the Holland Tunnel or some shit like that. What am I talking about, people? Look it up. Do your own research from time to time. All right? Search van with mural 9-11 and see what comes up. Do I? Th- did it happen? I don't know. I have no idea. There are police reports <laughs> that it did, in fact, happen. But who the fuck knows? You know, who knows? Do we? Will we ever know what exactly happened that day? Other than the fact that some planes were flown into buildings and a lot of people died. That's really the basis of the whole thing. But why did it happen and who was involved exactly? I don't think we'll ever, we'll ever know, you know. It's just, it was just like it's some, some Middle Eastern supervillain named Osama bin Laden, some giant fucking Middle Eastern man, you know. They made it to be like a comic book character, which they do with everything, you know. That's the world we live in. I will say this about America. You know, we got our problems. We certainly do, as does every country, you know. Bunch of lunatics here. We can't get along for nothing. We're all we're just becoming dumber and dumber. We think we're getting smarter, but I think that's a mistake. But for better or worse, you know, this is probably the most entertaining country that has ever existed. You want to talk about Netflix and Hulu? Fuck all that shit, man. America. America is the show. The number one show for since probably since its inception has been America. We've had a great run at being 
the number one most viewed show on the planet. You know, countless, endless entertainment. That's what I've been to say. Fucking endless entertainment. We got it all, people. We got it all. We got you. We got drama. We got violence. We got horror. You know, we got whores too. We got them all. <laughs> we got everything, baby. <laughs> and it's all mixed into one fucking thing. And it is beautiful. And it's fantastic. It's so entertaining to live here. The best show in television has to be America. I can't get enough of it. I can't get enough of it. For all the problems that we have and all the lunatics, why would you ever want to be anywhere else, man? <laughs> I do like peace and quiet, but goddamn, it's so it's so fun to be alive in America at this point in time. Because we're all idiots just drinking Red Bulls and fucking. That's really what we've become as a nation. We drink Red Bulls and we fuck frivolously is that the correct word right there i don't know <laughs> maybe we don't give a shit about anything we just want our red bulls and our white claws and the fuck and we don't really care about much else people claim to but you know if you watch the show long enough you'd realize that you can you understand these characters a little bit better everyone's full of shit and i love it I can't wait for it to all explode, you know, the big finale of everything. <laughs> Donald Trump came back this weekend, too. Come on, people. We got to talk about it. <laughs> this is why it's so great. This is what makes America so goddamn fun and entertaining. We had an ex, a former president. In my opinion, still the president. But hey, who don't ask me. <laughs> Still the goddamn president. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> we had a former president announcing just a fucking, oh man, just a freak show of a goddamn boxing event. He was doing commentary. It was so fun. I recommend, if you did not watch the thriller shit this weekend, the boxing matches between, what was it, Anderson Silva and Tito Ortiz, as well as Evander Holyfield and a very much on steroids uh, Vitor Belfort. <laughs> DRT, whatever it is. But Donald Trump was fucking... He's back, baby. He's back. You can't get rid of him. You miss him when he's gone. <laughs> You'll love it when he comes back. He, has no, he had no idea what he was talking about. It was great. They literally had their commentary team was Donald Trump, one of his sons, uh, Junior Dos Santos, who is an MMA fighter, or who was, he might be retired now, but I think he's from Brazil or something like that, and Jorge Masvidal. And just the combination of these people who have no really commentary background together, it is the most beautiful thing ever. And I'll be damned if Junior Dos Santos and Donald Trump didn't have a little fucking little spark between the both of them. They seem to enjoy each other's company very fucking much you know was it planned that they put donald trump and his son up there with a couple of minorities maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> but they all got along <laughs> no 
Nobody's getting kicked out. Everybody was having a, just a just a hoot of a time. And my God, those people in Florida, they do. They love Donald Trump. <laughs> it is. <laughs> he said he knocked Joe Biden out in the first round of a fight. Bro, if that happens, first, I don't think that could ever happen. I really don't. <laughs> They're both so old. And I just don't. I mean, if that, that'll be the the day that the black hole opens up and sucks any semblance of life into it and the devil will come out and he'll rule the world from now on. I think if we get two presidents to have a, just a, a boxing match with 50 cent also doing commentary with his team, you know, I think that'll be the end of it all. And what an end it would be. To see a couple old men, a couple old rich men with no athletic backgrounds at all. Maybe, maybe back in the day, you know. Hey, Donald Trump and George Bush throw a mean fucking fastball. I will say that. There's a, I don't know. Did Donald Trump fuck up the first pitch? George Bush, I know, fucking threw that heater right down the cock. How about that? Obama probably threw a nice curve, I'd imagine. I don't know. Has Joe Biden thrown a first pitch yet? And was it good? You know, I just can't imagine either of them are athletic. That's what I'm getting at. And it would just be so fun to watch those old fucks just punch each other for our entertainment, you know. And they know it would be. And we, they'd make millions of dollars off of us again, just like they have forever. So we, you know, I just think I like a. <laughs> A former president going, you know what? I'd probably knock that guy out. <laughs> In the first round, one punch. Of course he's going to say that. <laughs> I love it. I love where our country's going. I can't wait. I can't wait for the future. I can't wait for the end of it all. It should be very fun. How long are we in this podcast, people? I don't know if it's been short or if it's been long. Let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your way. We had a little fun today, a little, little 9-11 memorial podcast for you, you know. Never forget, people. Never forget. What? I don't know. The people who died. Don't go a single day without reliving some sort of tragic event, all right? Don't ever, don't ever forget about tragedy. Live with it every single day. Year after year, moment after moment, just consume your life with nothing but tragedy and then wonder why everyone's all fucked up. All right? <laughs> Let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you out of the way. I'm not too sure what I've been talking about today. I'll be honest with you. Boy, oh boy. We got, speaking of fighting people, speaking of great boxing matches, Evander Holyfield lost, you know. That's kind of a bummer. He's old as fuck, though. So it's it's bound to happen. Uh, and the other guy is on steroids. So what the fuck? Anyway, that's got nothing to do with this. <laughs> I mean, it kind of does. Evander Holyfield got knocked out pretty easily. But this video, hey, I found a video of a rooster and a rat fighting. All right? <laughs> I'm out there digging through the internet now, trying to find some good fight videos. And... uh 
I didn't, you know, roosters, bad motherfuckers, I wouldn't fuck with a rooster, you know. I don't know why I wouldn't. I don't know why roosters seem so intimidating. Maybe it's from, uh, what is it, foghorn, leghorn, you know. He was a giant rooster, right? Big old cock. Uh, <laughs> so, rat is pretty much minding its own business, and there's a rooster nearby, right? And uh, the rooster's like, hey, maybe I'll get this rat away from here, you know. So the, the rooster makes, uh, what is it, a faint, I guess is what they call it in fighting. They, it faints at the rat. It makes the rat jump a little bit. And uh, the rat decides, hey, I'm no bitch, all right? You want to jump at me? I'm going to jump back at you. And it almost looks like the rat attempts to mimic the attack of the rooster. You feel what I'm saying? It jumps up and pushes its legs out like it's trying to kick it, like a rooster or a, a kangaroo, if you will. How similar are roosters and kangaroos? Very. <laughs> but the rooster gets out of the way, you know, and now it's like, oh, you know, I just was trying to get you off my block, and now you're coming at me with some bullshit. Now it's on, you know, and the rooster let's be honest, knows how to kick better than a rat. So, kicks the rat in the face. The rat's like, fuck, I fucked up. I need to get out of here. Meanwhile, I believe a hen wanders up and does absolutely nothing, of course. Just starts, ah, what are you doing? Oh my God, stop. Ugh. Let men handle their business, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god stop fighting what are you doing you're gonna get the cops going on you can't go back to jail oh my god <laughs> rat's trying to get away rooster comes up to it again one more shot just the old one two and the rat ko'd done and the rooster uh you know it wanders off probably fucks that hen because now she's like i can't believe you did that but it was so oh my god it's so hot though you know, you know how hens are, right? <laughs> you know what they do. They show up squawking and then you take them back to the old, you know, the old hen house. <laughs> Fertilize some of them eggs, huh? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, baby. Hey, we got you in and out. Special 60th episode, everybody. How about that? A very special episode. Thanks for fucking around. I hope you're doing all right out there, people. Uh, take care of your shit. Get everything in order for yourself. And uh, go fuck something up, man. Come see me at the Comedy Bar in Nashville, 24th through the 26th of this month. And uh, take care of yourself, all right? Take care of somebody else. I'll catch you all around real soon. Later. <laughs>